Hey, this is Tyler, and you are listening to the Analytive Podcast. Hey, this is Tyler with Analytive. Wanted to take a minute and talk to you guys about uh, branding. So branding is a question that I get a lot about. Um, at Analytive, we focus really on on a couple things. One is branding uh, and the other is conversion, right? So how do you get somebody to be familiar with your brand to purchase your product? Uh, and then, uh, then the conversion is obviously that. How do you get somebody to purchase your product? How do you get them to actually work through the funnel so that you take them basically from where they don't know anything about your product to where they're actually converting? They're actually buying. Um, and I just want to tell you guys a quick story that happened to me the other day. So the other day I'm coming home from working in the office, um, pull up to my driveway and uh, the house I'm staying in right now is basically a duplex, right? So uh, there's two car, a two car garage, one on each side. And in front of kind of the middle of it is a trailer. Um, and then I realized that what they're doing is uh, the landlord, the people I'm working with or renting from, they're actually uh, putting a new roof on the house. So I'm like, okay, fine. That's great. So I open up the garage door. There's plenty of room between me and the trailer and I pull inside. Um, you know, no harm, no foul, right? So I get out of my car, walk around to the other side, and sure enough, there is a nail in my tire. Not just a nail, but a nail actually with a shingle sticking out of it. So, okay, so what does this have to do with branding? Okay, so first of all, I've never met this roofing company before. I've never engaged with them. Um, I don't know anything about them, but my very first interaction was one, not knowing that they were there. And that's probably the landlord's fault. They should have let us know, but I, I didn't know they were there. And then the second thing that happened is immediately pulling in the driveway, I run over a nail. And again, not just a nail, stray nails sometimes happen, but it's a nail with a whole shingle still attached to it that I just, I didn't see as I was pulling in. And so uh, immediately with these guys, I had a negative experience toward their brand, right? Immediately, I just, I, I was just ugh, like ultra, ultra negative toward what's happening with their brand because of that one experience. Now, to be fair, I ended up talking to the owner. He offered to pay me. It was fine. I, I was able to get it resolved and I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. But so, I mean, I think they're a good company. I won't even mention them here because I don't want to throw them under the bus. Um, you know, accidents happen. But the fact is, from a branding standpoint, uh, that was a very, very negative experience. And when we think about branding, we typically think a lot about um, logos and colors and how do things make you feel, right? Um, you know, what what mental picture? And, and again, I, I think all that is valuable. I think your logo is valuable. I think if you have a crappy logo or a crappy design, I think that's going to impact your brand negatively. Um, but what I will say is what's far stronger, you could have this, the coolest logo, the hippest logo, right? But if your customer experience, right, if, if, the, if the actual service that you're offering is poor, uh, that's going to reflect reflect poorly on your brand. Um, I see this a lot. I mean, you can pick on anybody you want, but a lot of the big big companies that have uh, negative connotations, right? Uh, Comcast, not picking on them, but they just they have difficulty with their brand. It's you know one of the most hated companies in America right now. Um, yeah, but I mean, the fact is that it's just because they have trouble with customer service. Like that's their biggest weakness. If they could resolve that, I mean, their branding and their marketing is all on point. So again, put Comcast. I'm not picking on you, but, uh, but yeah, I just, when we talk about branding, <clears throat> so then let me tell you, kind of finish up the story. So 
This is about, you know, two thirty, three o'clock in the afternoon. I still need to get a couple hours of work done uh, the day I, I had a flat tire. Right. And so, um, you know, called some folks and tried to figure out, like, what am I going to do? Like, you know, I, I can jack up the car. I can do all that. It's in the garage. It wouldn't be too hard, but it would probably take about an hour. Right. By the time I got the jack out, you know, figured out where the wrenches were, got everything off, you know, and then who knows if the, the spare even had enough air in it, all, all those kind of things that I would have to deal with. The other thing that was kind of weird about the nail, right, is it wasn't all the way in so it wasn't you know pushed all the way in so i'm like ah like if i drive on it is it going to push it the rest of the way in and actually poke a hole right because there's a chance that maybe now it's just in sort of the surface rubber or you know do i pull it out but maybe the nail itself is acting like a plug and if i pull it out you know it'll be like pulling the drain in the bathtub and suddenly you know all the air is going to leak out so i don't really know um so actually through uh, my insurance company i have a roadside assistance app um, and so I'd never used it before. Fortunately, I'd never had to, but I went ahead and I pulled that out, uh, pushed a button. And then it went about two minutes. I got a call from a local guy and he said, Hey, you know, here's, is this your address? I said, yes. He's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be right out. So these guys show up, um, two guys that just show up in a little PT cruiser, but they just, he runs his own business. He's sort of a little entrepreneur, a little business owner. And his business then is actually going and helping people like me who have flat tires. They run out of gas. They lock their keys in their car. They do any number of things. So he shows up, um, you know, within a couple of minutes, they have the car jacked up. They take the spare out. The spare out was actually low on air. So they aired it up all this while I'm actually working. Like I went out there to met them, chatted with them. Um, yeah, but just super, super cool guys. And so in the midst of this, uh, that guy's company, right? Like his brand, his brand, I would call him again in a minute. Right. If I ever had a flat tire on the side of the road, if I ever needed him, regardless of, you know, what the the app said uh, or what my insurance company, I would call these guys like I loved them. They were just great. And on top of that, then my insurance company, I had a positive experience with them because they didn't charge me anything for this. Uh, they just, you know, they sent the guy out. I mean, it's built into my payment. I understand this, but it wasn't any kind of upcharge. So it, it's really this example is a tale of, of two brands. Right. The first one is this roofing company um, who, again, maybe they were just having a bad day. Maybe they were sloppy. Maybe it was just circumstance, right? But they threw a shingle with a nail on it in the driveway, right? That's just sloppy and unprofessional. It, like it, it just is. And it happens. I get it. But my my brand experience of them was sloppy and unprofessional. Then I get a couple other guys who are, uh, you know, very, also very blue, blue collar, uh, you know, no, no different, you know, they weren't dressed any nice or anything fancy like that. All appearances were the same, but their quality was just so much better. They just helped me out and they got me back on the road fast uh, when I really needed them so I could get my work done. And so for me, as I was reflecting on this this week, I think this is the thing that we uh, don't realize with brands. When we talk about brands, we focus so much on colors and design and marketing and, and how does my website look and is this good and what needs to be put on social and is this on brand or is this off brand? And I, those are all valuable questions, right? Don't get me wrong. Uh, you should protect your brand. It's very important. But at the end of the day, it's the quality of service that you offer. It's being there. It's delivering on the product. And as marketing people, a lot of times we don't impact product. But I'm going to tell you that if you work in marketing and you work with companies with crappy products, it, you're just not going to go anywhere, right? In the long run, it's just not going to pay off. Um, you're just really going to be fighting an uphill battle with that. So uh, yeah, so that's basically my, my branding thought for the day is that your product and your messaging have to align, right? Your product and your messaging have to align. Uh, if you don't, no matter how good your marketing is, no matter how good your ads are, you're not going to make a difference. So anyway, this is the Analytive Podcast. My name is Tyler and I will talk to you soon.